found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here we are back after a holiday weekend. It is a Tuesday, short week this week, the seventh day of the month of September. As um, Matthew will uh, give us this morning as he gets uh, still prepared because he truly is ill prepared this morning. Crying out loud. He will give us his 150-word essay on what he did for Labor Day weekend. <laughs> Why don't you give us your 150-word essay on what you did? Okay, I've got the one word. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Actually, you know, I uh, went to uh, a friend's house to, uh, you know, and uh, ate. Okay. So we uh, had some uh, steak on the grill. Nice. And that was uh, about it. Or activity. So was it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I. It was lovely weather. Uh, oh my gosh! Saturday yeah. was iffy, but Sunday and yesterday were just uh, just dandy. Yeah, couldn't beat it. So what did you guys do? We uh, let me think here. Gosh, <laughs> it's it's been so long. Because trying to think, what we did Saturday. So it's hard to remember. It is. Oh yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Um, was one of those days that we had plans. Yeah. And then all of a sudden those plans were like scooted way aside and then yeah. we did something else entirely. So you had to fly by the seat of your pants. Pretty much. Yeah. So Lindsay's best friend Amanda. Yeah. Text her Saturday morning and was like, Hey, do you have a free day? <laughs> Lindsay's like, Sure. So she lives in Merrillville. So okay. Lindsay and the kids went to go visit Amanda in Merrillville. Okay. I had to stay home. Okay. Um, and then, uh, let me think, Sunday, we um, we uh, celebrate our anniversary Sunday into Monday. So we um, got an overnight in Fort Wayne at the Courtyard by Marriott okay. downtown. All right. Which I really kind of like Fort Wayne. I like the vibe of Fort yeah, Wayne. Yeah. It's good, it's good a nice vibe. nice town. Um, when's the last time you were in Fort Wayne? Well, it's been a while, but <laughs> it had a good vibe then. <laughs> it still does today. All right, enjoyed Fort Wayne very much. Uh, we had dinner at Ruth's Chris. You ever heard of that? Yes, I've heard of it. It's like super fancy. Okay, right? Like I made reservations. Yes, and they called me at like two thirty, and they were like, uh, "Hello, uh, <laughs> we're calling to confirm your reservations." So they were confirmed. Yeah. All right. And then they were like, and you're aware of our uh, business casual uh, dress code? Oh, no. Yeah. I was aware of this okay. ahead of time. All right. okay. So I had All right. a decent shirt and pants All to right. wear before, you know, for dinner. Okay. But it's like we're sitting there and people are walking in with like tatty jeans and hats on. So and, why is that allowed? Because they get to sit at the bar. Oh. But if you're sitting at a table, you okay. better better look the part. So was it good? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. All right. So I had a, um, I didn't want to get like, like I wanted to try a few different things. Yeah. And I didn't want to be like, plus, you know, you're away from home, so it's not like you're taking stuff with you. Right. So I got a petite eight ounce filet with shrimp. Okay. And then I also had um, lobster bisque. Okay. Which is, it was amazing absolutely amazing 
So their their whole <laughs> shtick. Now, did you make noises while you're eating? Like, ah, uh, <laughs> no. Maybe that may have happened. All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Once you once I cut into that steak, it was like I kind of blacked out for a minute. Um, it was good, man. It was it was so good, and it's like all they do is they season it with salt and pepper, and then at the end they put butter on it. Okay, and let it all, and it's just amazing. That's it. Pretty That's simple. It. Yeah. But they, they broil them in an 1,800-degree oven. Okay. And when you get your plate, your plate is 500 degrees. So it's hot the whole way through. So you got to be careful. You really do. Yeah. You really honestly do. So you think that's the key, the way they make it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the cut of meat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's like top 2% of beef and whatever it is. So, you know... Everything went well there. And we got creme brulee for dessert. Okay. Lindsay got a uh, stuffed chicken breast. Yeah. Which um, had this like cheese and garlic oh, stuff. It was so good. It wasn't too cheesy. It wasn't yeah. too garlicky. It was just perfect, man. <laughs> just perfect. So you can't uh, complain about that place? Uh, no. Okay. No. I would do it again. I mean, not like, not like right now because it was quite expensive. <laughs> it was... Very expensive, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I would absolutely, absolutely do it again. Okay, so that went well. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Went back to the room. Okay, watch Notre Dame. Okay, go to overtime. Beat Florida State. <laughs> now I didn't see it. Yeah, but I did do some research, you know, to find out what the score was. Yeah, but I didn't see any of it. Evidently, they squandered an eighteen yeah. point lead. That's not good. No, but they did, uh, and. Florida State had a chance to win. Evidently, they missed a field goal in um, overtime. The well, they, they had a chance to. It wouldn't have won the game. Okay, but you know that opened the okay, door. Okay, so that they, they had the ball first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I saw that. Then I was uh, bitterly disappointed to see Indiana got annihilated. Well, they got yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know they're demolished. They're ranked in the top twenty, and they were just annihilated. Yeah. So, and you see, they they uh, there was some they had their name misspelled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have Indiana spelled properly. Yeah, I think it in, was Indian in Diana or something. That's <laughs> funny. I guess you have to go with what you've got, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not a good start to the season. It's got to be a freshman to have that shirt. Right? <laughs> Like one of your starters isn't getting the misspelled jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my, yeah, I did, uh, I did see that. <laughs> I don't know where it is in my material, but I did see it. It is six twenty nine. We'll uh, take a break. We'll come back. We'll have some uh, tidbits for you. Got a long, long dry spell now between time off. True. Long dry spell all the way to Thanksgiving. Yeah. <sighs> So, Actually, I'm taking some time off in October. Okay. All so. right. Because that's spring break time. Well, fall break. Fall break. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Dale's losing it. We'll uh, take a look at news now with Karen. This is Tidbits. It is 
635. We've got a partly cloudy sky and the uh, temperature holding at 65 here locally. So I didn't get the chance to uh, to see Notre Dame, but yeah, evidently um, Jack Kaiser got to yeah see a quite a bit of action. And Saw number twenty four in the field quite a bit. That's good. So, so that was Florida State ranked at all? Mm-mm. So they weren't. No, but it's always tough to go down there. Well, here's the thing. All right, this was the first game at Florida State since Bobby Bowden passed away. Okay. And so they were all fired oh, up. I mean, were, the place, yeah. it was all Bobby all everywhere. Okay. And, you know, they were all fired up. So it was a tough Plus, place to it's, play. it's yeah. a tough place to play anyway. Yeah. But honestly, I mean, and this is, let me put on my, my college hat Okay. On okay. Um, this is where there Brian. There he is. He's got the ND on it. Here we go. <laughs> this is where Brian Kelly is getting some, some criticism okay. for not, like when they when Notre Dame builds up an eighteen point lead, yeah. they go into conservative mode. Yeah. And it's like that's that's typically what bites them in the butt. Okay. Whereas a team like Alabama keeps the foot on the yeah. floor and it's, they just destroy you. Because I see they won pretty good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Pretty big. Right. So so Notre Dame has always kind of when they get a lead, you know, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Where it's like, you know You know, they Alabama, they're out to Oh, they they Go yeah. Yes, they are, and and Notre Dame needs to have that same sort yeah. of. I'd like to see more annihilation out of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, scare some squads. Exactly. You know, they're they're going to annihilate us. Here's a <laughs> here's a doctor that took to TikTok to reveal the gross reason you should never sleep. Naked. This is why you should never sleep in the nude. The average person passes gas 15 to 25 times a day, and this can happen while you're sleeping. And a scientific study proved that every time you pass gas, you are spraying a tiny amount of fecal material. And that same study showed that your tidy whities will catch all of these particles. So for the sake of your bed partner, please sleep with your underwear on. <laughs> fecal matter, fecal matter. Fecal. <laughs> I knew that that would be a true treat to you to hear that. <laughs> we hear a lot about fecal matter yes. in this program. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't sleep nude because of that. If you don't think you're doing that in your sleep, just watch your dog while he sleeps. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That'll give you proof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oftentimes it'll wake them up. <laughs> right. This is uh, what we need to embrace this program. Illinois has become the latest state to embrace a new philosophy on the health of students with mental health days. Starting in January, students will be able to take as many as five days off a year with no need for a doctor's note that move driven by the pandemic. The law covers students ages 6 to 17. Wow. And it stipulates that students who use two or more of the days be directed to school-supported help services. <clears throat> so if you take one or two, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Other states already have put mental health days into place, including Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Maine, Nevada, Oregon, and Virginia. We need to have our policy here changed <laughs> for some mental health days. Okay. Yeah, middle health days. That's 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 the thing, man. That's like uh, 
I'm telling you, it, it, it in my lifetime, I don't know about yours, but I think in my lifetime, we're going to see a four-day work week. Okay. And we're going to see more of this type of stuff be put in action. Okay. As these kids start getting into the workforce mm-hmm. and start demanding certain things, you know, employers yeah. are going to have to make a shift to make it attractive to workers. And I think that's stuff like this is all going to be part of it. I really do. Now we had a, uh, it'll be, it'll be less about money and it will be more about, you know, I need to find a balance between, you know, making a living and not going nuts doing it. Right. Cause I think as a whole, if we go back in the time of man and work, mm-hmm. you work yourself nuts. You do. Yeah. So, yeah. Because that's been the norm for the past. Yeah. Since work began. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, we had a uh, a local restaurant that had to close because their whole staff closed. Or their whole staff uh, walked out. Yeah. You know. Now, I see they're reopened. But uh, I don't know. How, how do you regroup? Do you call each one of them individually? Something went amok. Okay. Right. For all of them to quit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I did notice a, a sign that read how much you could make up to X an hour. Yeah. And maybe that uh, created some ill ill will in the current working population there. Yeah. Not how much I make. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like they got it figured out. And they're, they're back to being open. Well, this, uh, this is a familiar voice. Let's check and see what our birthday buddies are today, shall we? As we turn this mother's jam jar around the old circle. Take a look, if you will. And we have the lovely Callie. I always love that name, Callie. And an aunt named Callie Warren. Willard Brooklyn, Scott. New York, 100 years old, devoted church member, enjoys entertaining, and loves to cook for friends. And sharp as a tack, she can tell you how to make a sweet potato pie without a recipe. How about that? Can't beat it. Irwin. Fort Lauderdale, Florida is 100 years old, very active, wakes up, rides an exercise, get all these exercises, rides an exercise bike every day, loves to swim and play a good game of tennis. <laughs> Willard uh, passed away, NBC's beloved weatherman. He passed away at 87. Mm. So um, Al Roker was his successor. But um, <laughs> Willard would always cover those 100 year old oh yeah yeah <laughs> it's quite amazing here's a um a gator attacking a woman in hilton head south carolina but a neighbor saved her by hitting the eight foot long animal with a shovel jeez till she was released the woman was walking her pooch when an alligator dragged the woman into a lagoon thank goodness a witness was there the neighbor, the uh, he called her husband, who hit the gator, who with a shovel until the woman's leg was freed. Both neighbors entered the lagoon to help her. Gosh! Officers from the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources ordered that gator to be euthanized. They planned to investigate if the animal had been properly fed. <laughs> the victim was trapped, or transported, I should say, to the local hospital. The extent of her injuries is uh, still unknown, but my goodness, that's an ordeal. And again, I'm, I guess I'd be very self-conscious about uh, being around water where there are gators. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, it, you know, I'm sure you live there, you get used to it, and, you know. Like, even if there's a puddle after it rained, it's like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes. I don't think so. <laughs> We've got another gator story here oh, as I pan through my material. This uh, from a first-time alligator hunter. <laughs> he caught an almost 800-pound gator on Saturday in Warren County, Mississippi. Ty Powell captured a 787-pound alligator in his first hunting trip with his pals. <laughs> They're also hunters. Powell had applied to uh, be one of the 920 alligator possession permit holders yearly in Mississippi. The 13-foot-long gator could have been even bigger as part of his tail was missing by the time that the hunters measured the animal. Oh, my gosh. It's humongous. 700. Oh, my gosh. Just humongous. And it's amazing how they do look so much like a dinosaur. They do. You know, it's just... Why anybody on Earth wants to go out there and purposefully hunt them, you know, is beyond me. But, um... (laughs) Wow. I guess we need guys out there like them. I guess so. Thank you, fellas. (laughs) September is the start of deer hunting season in states across the uh, country. Yeah. This year, this says hunters could come in contact with COVID deer. What? Yeah. A significant percentage of Ohio deer that were tested for SARS-CoV-2, which is the coronavirus pathogen that causes COVID-19 in people, came back positive. And none of the deer showed any signs of having it. So they can carry it. Yeah. Wow. Another example, a U.S. Department of Agriculture study showed about a third of the hundreds of deer sampled in Pennsylvania, New York, Michigan, and Illinois possess SARS-CoV-2 antibodies. Now, you got to figure Indiana's got to be in there, too. Okay? I would imagine. Because it's all over right around us. Yeah. Experts say hunters should wear surgical gloves, face coverings, and keep their hands away from their face when field dressing a deer. It's always something. Wow. Doesn't say you can't eat them. Right. You know, but um, I just, it's just unbelievable. Now you got to watch out for that. How are deer getting it? I don't know. See? It's like it's more prevalent than we've ever thought. How are deer get that's you know, we've had some zoo animals catch it. Yeah. You know, I I don't Are they getting it from people? Yeah, I I don't Do you know. You see a deer in the woods and boo 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 boo. And then you give it covid? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> I don't think so. But uh <laughs> most deer seem they're pretty pretty skittish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it doesn't say, you know, maybe we need to research that to see how some of these animals are are getting COVID because it doesn't seem like it'd be a natural thing. But, um, you know, you got to believe if it's deer, then there's other things that, that should be involved too that are catching COVID. We've had some big cats in zoos. No, it just says that okay. they can they can get it and then transmit it to other deer. Okay. But I don't know how they're getting it. Okay. 
and again, it's just the yeah. I don't, I don't know that I've ever fully understood this whole deal anyway. So, I think they've got the active ingredients to create it, right? But aren't necessarily because then you'd have a bunch of huffing and puffing deer out there, right? They can't outrun you. Okay, they <laughs> yeah, right. You would think, right? Laboratory experiments have shown that deer, along with several other animals, including cats, uh, primates, and mice, okay. are susceptible to the SARS-CoV-2 infection. Okay. For the most part, they don't get very sick, though. All right. So, be on the lookout, hunters. It's not known whether deer can spread the virus to people. Government researchers believe the risk is low. Okay. So. But they do recommend you do that while you're field dressing. There's been documented cases of farmed minks spreading the disease to workers. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever be able to get away from Gosh, it. man. Ever. The way it, uh, you know, I mean, it just never ends. And finally, in tidbits this morning, a landlord in Maine found 19 tarantulas and one python uh. that had been left behind by a tenant. The landlord called an animal rescuer who found four of the 19 tarantulas had died and that the ball python did not have water. He took the survivors back to his home, and that's where they're uh, at now and doing fine. All the animals are illegal in the state of Maine, and they'll have to be relocated. Wouldn't you just rather shut the door, burn it down, burn it down? <laughs> I, I mean, they're all illegal. And why would you want 19? You know, if right? You, evidently, you know, out of those, and I don't know how long the guy had been out of the house before they went in. Yeah. But why do you want that kind of stuff? As I don't pets? know, man. Is he selling them? I, I, I mean, don't know. I bet he is. But he's a tarantula dealer. And he could put that, he could tell people, I'm a tarantula dealer. <laughs> and one ball python. Yeah. I'll throw in. All right. <laughs> so there you go. Some tidbits on this Tuesday. I bet he has a tarantula tattoo somewhere okay. on him. All right. I guarantee it does. Okay. So be on the lookout for that guy because he owes rent and he That's right. should be arrested. Exactly. Okay. Matt, I'll <laughs> look out for that guy. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.